Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday, everybody, and welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience. This is my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Hey, Mama. Hey, Pappy. It's like we're on vacation. <laughs> it's like I tried in- it. I tried it. I hated it. It's like we're in Cabo. I don't like this. Hey, Mama. Do you, do you say that to any of your girlfriends? I do. Of course, I love it. I do. You know, that's, hey, Mama, what are you doing? Yeah, that's one thing that um, even though guys have their own version of greetings, you know, yeah, like hey, bro, hey, bro, hey, bro, what up, dude? We don't do like that. Hey, daddy. <laughs> even though you know, in the, there there could be a situation where the guy, in fact, is a father, and you're probably calling often the person you call Mama, probably is a mother. No, no, no. It's just a general term for any <laughs> any female. Instead of saying, hey, hey bitch. Hey, Donna, <laughs> we didn't all grow up in the alleys of Jersey. Holy crap. <laughs> we used to say other things, too. <laughs> like, what are you doing, you bleep? Starts with a W. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. Not the B word. No, the W word. The W word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know the Second W word. Second letter H. Mm-hmm. Which? <laughs> I love you, Steve. You're just so. You're just pure as the driven snow. Hang on, Holly. We have to turn our mics off. She's going right, to tell right, me off right. air. Uh, mm-hmm. Just tell the people the weather, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wait. All right, there they are, whispering to each other. Oh, uh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. All uh-huh. right. Also, you know, speaking of how times um, have changed. You ever think about the old ludicrous song "I Got Hose"? I'm not regularly. I in guess. different area codes. In different area codes. I mean, that's yeah. We stopped that's doing not that. Great. We stopped referring to women as hoes. He had a full hit song, and then Don. <laughs> Don, I don't know if you know how incredible that that song was. Let me see here. Area codes. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Area codes. That's called area codes. Okay, so and the the chorus was "I Got Hose." I got hoes. It was with Nate Dogg. <laughs> yeah, right. and different R. area R. codes. Area codes. And then he would come out, hoes. <laughs> he was singing, hoes. And then at one point, he would just start like wrapping out different area codes, Donna. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, hang on one second here. Like 201. Yeah, yeah. All right, so how about this? Now you thought I was just 770 and 404. And then he goes on to say 718s and 202s. 
I send small cities and states IOUs, 901, matter of fact, 305, Miami. We know that Mr. 305. Then he goes to 312s and 313s, 215s, 803s. This guy just talked about how many hoes he had in different parts of the country based on the area code that their phone number was. Yeah, that's, that's not, a bit passe now. Let's yeah, let's not call ladies that publicly. Publicly, <laughs> Donna, you are just you are. Oh, Steve, All right, we have a lot to get to today. Yeah, we do. Uh, let's see here. Can we start with something very important? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so if you would like to help the people of Maui. You can donate to the Aloha Diaper Bank. All you have to do is go to our website. You'll see it right there on the front page, mytalk1071.com. And then you can make a one-time donation, a monthly donation. You can choose your dollar amount. Any Anything is going to help. Diapers are very expensive. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And that is the kind of thing that, um, you know, if, if you're in a, a place that has really been hit, so devastatingly hard like Maui has with the wildfires. Um, some 111 people to this point oh. have lost their lives as a result of this. But then if you're in a situation, you're your mom or your dad, and you've got a little one who's in diapers and you run out of those quick, it becomes a really, really bad situation really, really yeah. quickly, not to yeah. mention the cost. So, yeah, if you go there, mytalk1071.com, right up at the top, and once you click on it, it's great. It's just laid out in a nice little user-friendly way. You can donate any amount you want. You can hide that so that nobody knows how much you donated. Or there's easy buttons like 25, 50, 75, 100 bucks, easy for you to donate. So my talkers have stepped up in so many wonderful ways before when uh, bad situations and natural disasters have struck. And so this time we think of our brothers and sisters in Hawaii, in Maui specifically, who are going through a tough time. So if you want to do something that feels good today, maybe it was payday for you, so you got a little extra. Go to mytalk1071.com and donate to uh, the Aloha Diaper Bank. Love it. Now. We have to a decision to make. We have a decision to make. Um, Friday's at 11 o'clock. We have been doing something called Who's Listening? And we're just trying to pinpoint some of you because we always think of you one way, but then we find out, oh, there are farmers who are calling in from tractors. We've got long-haul truck drivers. We've got morticians. Got morticians. We know there are clowns out there, magicians, <laughs> teachers, nurse, nurses, etc. So we've we've narrowed it down to three today. We just kind of need to make a decision on this. Last week we did state fair workers. We had a grand total of two of you call in. <laughs> we almost canceled the segment on the spot, but we thought let's give it another shot. Three that we have: teachers, musicians, nurses. I have. I have a preference. I know you do because you wrote it in caps lock. I think I'm going to renege on that. Okay, wait a minute. Let's start. Can we start with Holly? Yes. Holly, if you had to choose between finding out uh, and having people call in at 11, don't call now, uh, teachers, musicians, or nurses, who would you want to hear from? Now, I'm going to, I'm going down the path of logic. Okay. Okay. This is where I might have been going to. Um, I would like to hear from teachers. Me too. The reason why is that normally during the school year, teachers are actually teaching at 11 that o'clock in the morning. That's exactly yes, where I was. This now, is our last yeah, chance. Yeah, this is your last chance because if teachers are listening, they're probably prepping their classroom, doing some right. meetings. We want to know. Yeah. That, all right. That's exactly was my train of thought. And we don't even know that we're going to be doing this segment when we're out at the state fair nah, or not. not. 
And so this is our opportunity. Okay, fine. It, it's official. Yay! So if, if you're not able to join us at 11 o'clock, uh, you can send us an email at Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. And you can just let us know who you are. If you want us to give your school a shout out, where you, where you teach, what grade you teach. Yeah. Give us all that stuff. What you teach. Yes. Yeah. All of it. Give us your deeds. All right. So we'll do that. That is a, uh, some fun coming up at 11. At 1130 today, we will do a slow jam, which we do each and every Friday at 1130, where we slow down our previous segment or two from this week. And we are at half speed when you hear it, and we sound like total, total dum dums. Yeah. Ten thirty, we do the college pop culture knowledge. At nine thirty, I got to tell you about the uh, documentary that I started last night. Oh wow, fancy! I think I think the the two of you would would enjoy this. I, I, I okay. think it's well done so far. So I'll tell you about that. But when we come back, we've got a little update regarding the uh, the the divorce. Uh, that is going on right now between Sam Asgari and Britney Spears. We'll give you the latest on that. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Profile Plan. This is a nutrition program. I started a little over a week ago, and I joined Profile after I realized I had gained a little bit of weight, like 16 pounds since the pandemic. I, I wanted to get rid of that, but I wanted to do it safely. I wanted to do it effectively. And you see, Profile Plan was created by doctors and researchers and nutritionists, and it's all based on the latest nutrition science. That's how you succeed. I'm already down six pounds, maybe more. Um, I don't feel hungry or hangry. I'm learning about portion control. I really look forward to my dinners where I can get a little creative because I get to eat normal food from the grocery store in addition to yummy shakes and bars and profile food my coach rachel is really great she's helped me out with questions i have about nutritional choices it's a great program you should join as well you can go to profileplan.com twin cities mention my name uh, for a special discount thanks for listening it's donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Oh, boy, this Britney Spears situation. Boy, her name's been in the news a lot in the past couple of years, right? Ay, caramba. Sorry, I slipped into my second language. Okay. <laughs> Early 90s cartoons. <laughs> what does ay, caramba mean? Does that actually mean anything? Doesn't it mean like, holy it. crap? Yeah, you know. Ay, caramba. Uh, I think when I was a kid, I thought it was ay, caramba. Oh, uh, ay, caramba. From Crummy. these Spanish interjections... Denoting surprise or pain. And uh, uh, that's what I comes from. And uh, caramba is a minced oath for carajo. Okay, Wikipedia. Could we do it in English this time? Anyway, back to Britney Spears. Um, so here's the deal. Here's I read this story on TMZ this morning. She will not have to ante up any money to her estranged husband, Sam Asghari, at least based on the prenup. Um... There's a big reason she might feel compelled to write him a substantial check, though. Okay, so sources with knowledge of the prenup say that Sam gets no payout in the event of divorce. In addition, the prenup precludes him from getting spousal support. He can keep all the gifts that Brittany gave him and his cars, but that's about it. um, Sources say that there's an extensive confidentiality clause in the prenup so he's not supposed to talk about his relationship at all Mm. right so on the surface it seems like he's getting nothing but that might not be the case because his lawyer 
file divorce documents which ask for spousal support and given um the prenup you know precludes this support that looks like they're going to challenge the prenup obviously Hmm. and there are other elements of the divorce filing suggesting a challenge um writing about community and quasi community property so if the prenup is successfully challenged, the confidentiality clause is not enforceable. Even the threat of that will probably get the attention of Brittany and her lawyer. Huh. Um, he has a lot of firsthand knowledge about her and their relationship and their arguments and her challenges. And if there's even a possibility of that becoming public, people think that Brett, like Brittany will gladly pay the price sure yeah um yeah so their lawyers will probably negotiate she'll end up writing him a check for a few hundred thousand dollars and that will be that and part of that settlement will definitely include a confidentiality clause just a few hundred thousand that seems a little light does it in in the world of britney spears yeah i mean i don't how much she's worth uh, in fact i always wonder how is she paying for her sure, house sure that's a fair question too she's she doesn't have any income that I, i'm aware I, of yeah but i think we might not be aware of just how much money these global superstars. musical superstars make when they make it like make hay while the sun shines i think they make a whole lot of hay i mean when was the last time she performed in Vegas. It has to be at least five, six years, right? Do I look like a calendar? Yeah. I've heard reports saying that she her net worth might be around $60 million. So well, that's that's a, not a uh, lot. Yeah, that's a substantial amount of money. And she probably made a lot of that. Think of all the perfume deals she used to have that she still oh. has. All the licensing that happened back in the day. Oh. Uh, you know, I mean, there's still products being made. Well, and... If she's got a great financial person, she's making even more money with that money. Right. Okay. Okay. So we that's talked it out. I Thank say, you, guys. You know, a couple hundred thousand seems light. Got it. Well, I mean, what does he do? He looks hot, Donna. Haven't you seen this guy without a shirt <laughs> on? Acts in direct to video movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Okay. Huh. I mean, he just seems like a hanger on to me. Donna. What? I I just know this. The more, the longer I work here at My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the less envious I feel toward hyper successful people, particularly in the world of celebrity. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Liberty culture. Okay. It just seems like... Seems like a lot to put up with. Yeah, well, it, and it, it, it does. It just And it just feels like... I don't know. Let's, you know, divorce is tough no matter how you oh, slice gosh, it. Of course. For anybody. But I wonder if there's an added level of despondency or heartache when you realize, like, we had all the things. Like, for instance, you'll hear money is one of the biggest stressors in a marriage. Yeah. They had all the money they could ever need, right? I mean, yeah. you got six. If you're worth 60, you're doing fine. Yeah. And you have all of that and you've got the like, you know, it's it's the E-True Hollywood story. They all end the same. It's oh, and it turns out none of it solved any of our problems. The the, the spotlight didn't. The money didn't. The status exactly. didn't. Exactly. Um, and it's I, I just wonder if that, I don't know, feels like a little extra lonely. I just saw her. I, I didn't go on her Instagram, but I her her Instagram post yesterday was making the rounds because. She posted in the midst of this that she was going to buy a horse. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. And I think horses are nice. You know what? I think what? it's even more difficult when you grow up in the public eye. I, you don't get to agree. make the mistakes that we all got to make without having a spotlight on those mistakes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, childhood fame, I, I, I think, would be a very, very difficult thing to yeah. deal yeah, with. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, that's the latest. Right, good Sarah. luck to those kids. Uh, let's see here. Oh, did you see uh, Robert De Niro? <gasps> yeah, he turned 80. Had a big uh, 80th birthday party, and he had a bunch of fun people who came out. To who his, was there? Who was there? Um, Christopher Walken. Page six has pictures of. I'll, I'll just, they're not great pictures, guys. It's the real bang flash bulb in the midst of darkness. So I don't know if anybody looks great, but uh, Christopher Walken was there. Uh, you had George Lucas was there. Martin Scorsese. Think of De Niro pals here. Oh, look, everyone's getting so old. I was just, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chris, yeah, Christopher Walken seems, yeah, like your grandfather, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Alec oh, Baldwin. Look at Scorsese. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Although I heard Martin Scorsese was uh, signing autographs on his way in and way out. Oh, nice. that's so nice. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. And I'm not being an ageist. He looks very frail. Uh, Scorsese? Yes. Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, you know, they're, they're, they're looking their age, you know. Uh, Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Cuomo. Paul Cuomo. McCartney. That's amazing. Okay. Good. Yeah, it looks like a fun party. Yeah, a big fancy party. Had a really nice cake for him and everything. A little movie screen set up. It was fun. Cool. He was 80. And by that, I mean he is. He still is 80. And he has a, what, like a three-month-old at home? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Imagine how tired you are right now. Here's my question. Add 50 years to that. Is De Niro changing diapers? How many diapers has De Niro he, changed since the not, baby was born? No way. No. Is De Niro burping the baby? Maybe. I'd say maybe. I'd like you to burp me after some segments. <laughs> Only if you put on a bib and one of those 
One of those, what do you call those things? Yeah, bonnet. bonnet. Yeah, you look like baby Huey. Yeah. Put on a big diaper. You know, I've tried this for several years. I would like to bring back the rain bonnet so I don't have to carry an umbrella. Thank you. You're just one step away from bringing it back. Buy yourself a bonnet today on Timu. Okay. We'll be back, Don and Steve. Oh, you know what? This would be a good time for me to talk to you about Spire Credit Union, where they offer loans to borrow for any purpose. If you're looking to, I don't know, remodel a bathroom, they can get you a loan. Maybe you're having a wedding that you need to pay for. How about Spire helping you out with a loan? They'll get you a payment that works with your budget. I happen to be a member of Spire along with 155,000 other people, and that is because Spire has been in the business since 1934. They've got great customer service. They've been named Minnesota's best credit union by Forbes. You guys, Forbes, and also by our very own Star Tribune. Uh, It's Spire's Midwestern values that have driven a mission of giving back and focusing on people, and it is why it is a standout financial institution. Uh, Listen, here's what you do. Spire's got 22 locations, and they are insured by NC UA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Just go to myspire.com for more info. Happy Friday! What a, yeah! Or let's do, let's say, um, I think people will like this. Happy Friday! Have you heard that? Alexis says that a lot. Does that mean like, yay! Yes, Donna, yes! I see. Oh, we are humming wow. today. The, the chemistry show? is off the charts. You know, I asked before the show, we were talking about something. And I asked, um, who's, who do you think is smarter, Donna? <laughs> you or me? Well, That'd be an interesting thing. I'd like to take an intelligence test, a variety of oh, them. Oh, no, I'm sure it's you. But I, don't know I know about things that. that you don't know, and you know things that I don't. I, th- I don't know. I'm thinking of all the times that you've said on the air, Steve, you's a big dummy. <laughs> I don't know that you naturally think I'm smart. And I don't know if I'm smarter than you. I think you probably are. You're just setting me up. You're, no, you're I really no, I, and that's fine. You can't be the best at everything. Holly would not be invited to this intelligence. No, absolutely test, no. not. What? She's no, you're out. No, no, get out of here. No, you're too Holly, smart. No, you're no. like a you're like a scholar. No, go hang out with your magna cum laude friends. Yeah. Okay. We're just we're yeah. just here for the food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here for the free sub. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, I'll man. go to that meeting. Uh, yeah. Codes um, and the donuts. Anyway, anyway, uh, is that all you wanted to say right now? Just in that moment. All right, sounds good. What documentary? You better tell me that you started the Smart List. I thought this docu series. I already did. Maybe I am smarter. I told you this. How many are you in? <laughs> did you watch all of it? All three? No, I watched the first episode. Okay. We talked about it on the air. Okay. And now we're moving on. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to watch any more. Oh, what? That's a bummer. You want to see how the whole thing ends. It ends with a... Okay. I don't know that there's a storyline. I like those guys. They're funny. I like the episode. I like their podcast. But you're done with them now. I t- just with watching that. Oh. I have a f- my time of watching comes like after 10 p.m. Okay. There's just... I just don't have a good window. So then I have to be extra judicious of what would be interesting for me to watch and be able to talk about or what would just feel... Like butter on my body right now. All right. I feel that that was butter on my body. I already buttered up. I did the one episode. All right. What are you watching? 
I watched. I thought it was new. Now I feel like an idiot. I feel like I started. I see what you watched. I Beanie see Mania. The documentary Beanie Mania. I thought this was new. Wasn't oh, there no, one that, that came just out came la- out? That came out last year. There's an Apple TV Plus fictional movie. That's the one I'm thinking of. Starring Elizabeth Banks. That's new. Okay. But the Beanie Baby documentary, that came out last year. Listen, Steve, it's, it's new worse. to you. It came out two years ago. Uh-huh. I got 2021 right uh-huh. here. I do. I'm, uh, I'm That's not, all right. What, it's what, new to you. Yeah, what is was time? new to me. <laughs> uh, and this is all about the Beanie Baby craze of the mid-90s that happened. And it is, I, I look, I've watched half of it, maybe 50 minutes of it. It's an hour and 20 minutes. I got a little tuckered out at the end. Um, but if you, if you lived and felt alive during the 90s, meaning you were aware of the Beanie Baby craze, maybe you were a kid or maybe you were a parent, because a lot of parents took over this Beanie Baby craze and they were the ones who started buying them. But it's sort of fascinating how this Ty Warner toy company, started to make these little Beanie Babies and was adamant about not allowing Beanie Babies to be sold at any big toy stores. So like the, you know, KB toy stores or Toys R Us, they didn't want that to happen, which is why you would always find them at like a drugstore. Yes. They would just sell to these independent retailers and it made the hunt for them all the better because then as people started to realize, wait, there's a finite amount of these that are made. Now we need to go to the other drugstore down the street. And then let's go to that small little mom and pop uh, book and toy store. They you're might looking have for babies. a specific one, like a princess Diana beanie baby. Yeah. And I have to tell you, as I watch these people get so immersed in this culture and they're and you're talking to, it's really centered on these like beanie moms who they lived on this cul-de-sac outside of Chicago and they started collecting them. And then they became the mouthpiece for Beanie Babies and the, the whole craze around them. Because Ty Warner famously had no interest in doing any sort of press ever, doing any kind of interviews ever. And so you're oh. hearing from these moms 25, 30 years later, and they're looking back and recounting the craze that happened, the money that was made. One started a magazine, others oh, yeah. that had like authentication services that they offered. It's kind of wild. Okay, so <clears throat> TY, that's their initials, right? Isn't yeah, that the initial? That's the-, the, that's the heart logo that you see, that little tag on their ear, and that's yep. for Ty, T-Y. Ty Warner is the man who made that company. Got it. Okay, so I just Googled Beanie Babies. Mm-hmm. First one came up, Princess Diana. Yes, that's and they were talking about that. $50,000. <sighs> Buy it now on, I think I'm on eBay. Wow. $50,000? No. They started to make these special edition Beanie Babies. They also, Ty Warner, the company, they started to realize the the finite amount that we're making, we could really help to drive up the craze around this because they would make announcements of which Beanie Babies were getting retired. It's brilliant. Brilliant. But, but that ends up not being a great thing for the Beanie Baby company when the second party sellers is where the craze at it, it is. It gets less awesome for the company right, because right. they're selling them cheap, right? It's like four ninety nine, and then somebody's arbitraging them, taking them, buying them, and then selling that for fifty dollars, three hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. Mind game, huh? So it started to get litigious. Where I left off 
it started to get litigious where Ty Warner Company was going after one of those Beanie Baby moms who was out there always doing press for Beanie Baby. They were on the talk shows and all that. And they were like, hey, you're using our name in this magazine. You can't do that. That's our brand. So it started to get a little litigious right where I left off. Hmm. That being said. Wow. Did did you have a Beanie Baby craze in your life? No, no, I didn't have that. I didn't do the Furby thing. Tickle Me Elmo. By the way, these came out the same year that Tickle Me Elmo came out. Wow. So Tickle Me Elmo, they were like, this is the hot new craze. And there was a toy segment they showed. And then the toy guru said, one other one you might want to keep an eye on is this independent toy manufacturer, Ty Warner, and these Beanie Babies. But here's what I kept thinking as I watched it was... I felt myself going back and forth of people who go all in on these things. There's one side of me that is like, okay, get a hobby. Well, I guess this well, is, that a, is hobby. a hobby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just like do something else. This is too crazy. Why are you allowing this to consume you? You got beanie babies out on your stairs right. and all that. Right. And then there's another side of me, like in the same breath that is just like, oh, I get it. That's it's cute. They were having fun. It became a hunt for them. I feel like do you ever feel like you're watching things and you have two versions of you hanging out with you on each shoulder and one is cynical and like, what a loser. These people are dumb. And then the other side's like, it's sweet. This was their thing. Yeah, it's harmless. Yeah, it's harmless. I knew people who had Beanie Baby trees in their bedroom. Mm. (laughs) So is that a thing? Beanie it baby sounds tree. like something you would think up in a nightmare in their bedroom. Yeah, because that's where they keep their little beanie babies. Oh, I guess that's where you'd keep a stuff. Beanie sure. baby trees. It was like somewhere to store them. Oh, oh yeah, okay. sure. Yep. Yeah, it's like a like this, Steve. Like it's like got hooks. Yeah, I see it. I see it here. Yeah. So that you could store all your beanie babies in one place. Oh boy, it's like a pole. Yeah, and then you put them on the hooks. Of the pole. There's one called The End. Beanie Baby, The End. And I think it's a Y2K. And it's black. Do you have any stuffed animals from your childhood that you still have? I don't still have them. But I have some favorites that come to mind. Like? My Gunky. That was a turtle, right? Yep. And um, a Snoopy and a Woodstock. I loved my Snoopy. I slept with him every night. I'd puff the magic dragon. Um, he's still around. He's at my parents' house, so my kids can see. Cool. Puff. But he was one of the ones that, when I got on my hair salon mode, I cut his hair and I went too short, oh. and it does not grow back. Now, Puff, he probably has a mohawk to start well, off with. Not to start. Not really a mohawk. It was just like normal longer hair, almost like a horse's mane kind of a thing. I went real short on that. Talked my brother into cutting his bear's hair. It was huh. bad, man. We went on a tear. Just, it was bad. Used to walk my pound puppy around the house with a little <laughs> leash. Love the pound puppy. But now Cute. my kids, my kids have stuffies. And, and as long as they, we're going through decluttering right now. And we have to, you know, make some choices here. But those are ones where I'm like, hey, as long as you want to have a stuffed animal around, like tap into the sweetness of that. Aww. You know, we have, there's one. The old school. Barry, the first stuffed animal that came into our house when we had kids. Can't nothing happen to Barry. We got an insurance policy out on him. Barry. Barry. He's a bear. Oh, bear. We allowed allowed the uh, the child to name him, and it was, yeah. Addie got to name him when she was very young. Cute. Aw. Anyway, the Beanie Mania 
uh, documentary is on HBO Max, or I'm sorry, what am I, a grandpa? It's on Max. Don't even say HBO. I know. It's like saying, like, the COVID. Yes. The diabetes. By the way. <laughs> Does very, anyone say that? Yes. Very quickly. <laughs> the diabetes. I just saw a TikTok video of, it was called Diabetes versus Diabetes. <laughs> and it was Wilford Brimley versus some, you know, medical professional. And it was this mashup of Wilford Brimley saying it all the different times in his commercial <laughs> diabetes. And then it would go to the medical professional saying diabetes. And it's things like that that give me hope that the internet is actually good for us. You know us. what's funny is that nobody corrected him. Nobody said, hey, Wilford, let, let's try this pronunciation. Since this commercial will live on forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that mustache. That's true. That's true. All anyway, right, let's take a break. When we come back, it's time for us to see things and say things. Donna, what did you see? Well, I saw a body wash company that is getting into the smoothie business. Me, mm, not sure that's a good idea. Oh, and if you feel like you're seeing more tattoos these days, you are. I found a kind of staggering statistic about it. We'll tell you when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve, the Friday edition on my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. And if you see something, you should say something. Am I right, Steve? You said it, sister. Thank you. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay. Right. You ever heard of Dove? You know, soap? Yeah. Body wash? Yeah, yeah. I've used it. Doesn't it have like a quarter? A quarter? Quarter. A quarter? Oh, Jersey. Quarter. How do you say it? Quarter? Quarter. You said a quarter at the beginning. No, I didn't. I said a quarter. <sighs> okay. <laughs> anyway, remember they used to be like a quarter percent, some kind of oil. Oil? <laughs> okay. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. Why don't you do your stories? All right, I'll here do we go. Mine. Um, Dove has partnered with a company called Juice Press to create smoothies. Oh. Inspired by the ingredients and creamy, nourishing feel of Dove exfoliating body scrubs. I don't think this needed to happen. Nor do I. There are two limited edition flavors right now. One is called Crushed Macadamia Vanilla and Crushed Cherry Chia. Chia. You can find them at any of Juice Press's 80 locations, which are mostly in the Northeast. But they are available now through September 14th. And if you buy one of them, you will get a coupon for $3 off a body scrub. Oh, coupon. Huh. All right. That's it. That's That's my story. I saw this. I thought it was weird. And I said something. That is weird. I don't know why they're doing that. I'd eat that macadamia nut smoothie, though. Yummy. That sounds good. Uh, Very. And it's blue, which gets me even more. Ooh. It looks delicious. Me want to look at blue. 
Uh-huh. Why do you think it's blue? Because I'm looking at a picture from the Juice Press no, Instagram account. No, I don't mean why do you think oh, it might be blue. I'm right wondering there. why did it? Why is the color blue? Damia nuts, vanilla. Hmm. No blueberries in there. Uh, is there spirulina or some kind of blue algae? Hmm. Algae. Oh. You know what? That looks delicious. They both look delicious. Oh, yum. I might try these when I'm in Florida. You're going to Florida? I'm going to Florida. When are you going to Florida? Uh, the end of the month. Not this one. This month? <laughs> no, <laughs> the end of next month. Huh. I want to see manatees. Oh, this is their horny... Where you want to watch a manatee orgy? Sure. Because that's a thing. <laughs> We're going to go kayaking, which I'm terrified of, by the way. Sure. In Crystal Springs, where they they just float among you. Huh. Oh, well, I'm just letting you know, Donna, if you see a group of manatees and it looks like they're fighting... In fact, they're just having an orgy, so don't call the cops, because okay. apparently that's a thing. Don't yeah. think I won't be taking video. Hey, Donna. Manatee porn. <laughs> Donna. What? What did I do? Just, just the manatee porn thing felt just a little... She started little it. <laughs> but it's true. It's a story. The cops are like, hey, don't worry about them. They're just horny. They're not fighting. There's nothing to be concerned about. It's a natural, honestly, it's a natural thing. Uh-huh, yeah. If... If you're if you're a manatee and you find that part of another manatee and are able to make those parts unionize, <laughs> then who are we to stop you? That is a modern miracle. And they have like little babies with them sometimes. Aww. Oh man, manatees. Am I right? How cute. Uh, it's the sea cow. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, they should uh, have more cartoons involving manatees. They should. I didn't even know what a manatee was. Until years ago when Jimmy Kimmel was doing a manatee bit or Jimmy Fallon, one of them. And I'm like, what is that word they're saying? There are so many things I don't know. Thank you for letting me be vulnerable. (laughs) I'm reminded of last week. I came into the studio and right before we went on the air. And it was just I was just being, uh, you know, stupid and um, obnoxious just to try to make Donna feel irritated. So I came in and impromptu just saying, when people look at me, they say, how does he look so good? And then Donna immediately said, when people look at me, they say, is that a manatee? (laughs) (laughs) It's such a perfect example of how we both feel about ourselves. You know, here's Steve. I'm hot. Here's me. I'm like, I look like a manatee. (laughs) I, I thought about that. I mean, it made me laugh out loud, you saying that. We just got it together right before we went on the air. And then for the next, like, three days, I would be in my car and would sing Donna's line. And it just made me laugh so much. that a manatee? Okay, all right. All right. Um, anyway, I have something about tattoos. Okay. Feel like you're seeing more of them? You feel like you're going to get one? I don't think so. I, I kind of went through that phase, and then I ended up not doing it. I'm surprised by that. Nearly one-third of people in the United States say that they have a tattoo. One-third. That's a lot. 22%, more than one out of every five people you see, says they have more than one. This according to a Pew Research Center survey published this week. Um, women have more of them. 38% of women said they have at wow, least one. Wow, that is surprising. Men have 27%. 
Uh, but they said that there are even companies now within the last couple of years, like Disney, UPS, Virgin Atlantic, that have reversed their bans on visible tattoos at work. Even the United States Army, which didn't allow soldiers to have tattoos until 2015, eased its ban on hand and neck tattoos last year. But the uh, tattoo huh. industry is expected to hit $3.9 billion by 2030. And the booming tattoo removal industry is also set to uh, jump from $478 million up to $795 million. So, Wow. But if you feel like, boy, do more people have tattoos than they used to? They do. Like more than Fascinating. ever right now. I'm fascinated by women who get like their neck tattooed and like. I know someone who had like their whole like decollete tattooed like a spider web. Am I saying that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know who yeah. just did this? they a, got it removed. Oh, they got it removed. Yeah. There's, um, I don't know if anybody here watches pit bulls and paroles. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I like what you do with the dog. dog. Um, there is one of the women has. I'm always fascinated by why she would have done that. Um, one of the one of the regulars on the show, beautiful, beautiful woman, just has her whole neck tattooed. Mm-hmm. I think she might even have one on her face. But listen, it's a form of expression. I'm the why is a sub question for me that comes in below how. How could you take the pain of someone with a needle right. going, all right, and just for the next hour, right. we'll be um, going right over your Adam's apple, sir? Right. Oh, it feels like torture. I saw something, and I have to say another thing. Okay. Tostitas, uh, excuse me, Tostitos, their cheese dip, I love it. They're like queso in a in a jar. Yeah. I love it. It is a staple in our house during football season. It's just, let's put on some football, get some uh, tortilla chips, and have some of this. I see a jar of it the other night. I was like, well, how the hell did this get in the fridge? And I, I was like, you know what? I'm hungry. I feel munchy right now. I'm going to get some chips and queso. I get it into the little ramekin, and I'm like, okay, good. Heat that sucker up. And then I'm like, dare I even look at the back of this nutrition label? Hmm. I was gobsmacked with what I found. All right, let's Ladies hear and it. gentlemen, you will be as shocked as I. Tostitos, Tostitos salsa con queso medium, by the way. Calories per serving, two tablespoons, two little dollops in there. Mm-hmm. Only 40. Fat grams, only two and a half grams. Oh, Carbs, only five grams. Honest to goodness, I looked at this and I thought, it would be unhealthy if I didn't eat this right now. <laughs> now, it says there are 13 servings in that jar. I got through it with three separate servings. But still, not so bad. That's not as bad. But two tablespoons is not a lot, though. I know, but even so, right. just a jar of liquid cheese you would think would have incalculable amounts of fat. Not the case. Oh. Queso. Not nice, the queso. Uh, Holly's probably upset that she has to leave, but she has to leave. Bye, Holly. Bye for Zamboni now. comes in next. Have a good uh, weekend. Music yeah. news next.